Welcome. This podcast is for women who believe that laughter is the best medicine and honesty is the best policy. This is the Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life as only girlfriends can do. Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm Kelly Hatcher. And together we are the Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very long time. And I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad related to friendship, family, and everything in between. We are so excited to spend time with you. Well, hello, beautifuls, and welcome to the Mel and Kel Show. I am so excited to be um, sharing that this is our 99th episode. Like this is the last of our double digit episodes from here on until we hit a thousand, we're going to be in the triple digits. And I love that. This is so super exciting. You are joining us on a very fun and special week where we decided as part of our 100th celebration leading up to our big one zero zero, we wanted to give you an entire week of sweet and short little episodes talking about just some topics that seem to come up during this month while we've been asking for conversation topics. And so we're going to jump into one today that Kelly is pretty excited to talk about and I'm pretty uncomfortable with. So, um, Cal, <laughs> let's talk about buddy? sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the best. Yeah, that can be. Let's talk about sex. All right. I, I will put this as explicit because Melissa will start sweating in around two minutes as we get into this situation that we're going to talk about sexual issues. We've t- had families, families, huh? no families. We've had some <laughs> women. Awkward. Um, we've had a few women, actually just two, but we thought I love this. So I'm like, let's talk about it. Uh, talking I'm like, about- it's two people, Kelly. It's two people. This does not signify that this needs to be an entire episode. And she's like, oh yes, it does. Oh yes, it does. So <laughs> As we, you know, most majority of our listeners are in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. And we notice this with the questions because most of them have families or they're married and they've been married for a while. And the sex drive, the, the you know, intimacy is changing throughout the years. And we just wanted to share that it's okay and it's normal and our bodies change and our drives change and you know, you may have been that person who was like three times, five times. If you say five, I, I'm just like, I hate you already. But if you say three times a week, you were having sex when you were in your twenties and thirties. Okay. Well, congrats. That, that was like awesome. But once kids come and you are the, you know, the chauffeur and you're making all the meals and then maybe you're working out of the house as well. And then you're going to practices and then you have to come home and you have to make dinner. And now you got to do homework. And now your husband's like, Hey baby, what you thinking? And you're thinking, (laughs) I need a shower in bed and don't look at me like that again. (laughs) And I think that happens when we're raising kids to a lot of us and, you know, it's normal, but I do also feel that You know, date nights are really important. Feeling special, feeling that you are cared for and you're not just 
mom or mommy anymore. I think it's a really big, important part of a marriage that someone puts you on a pedestal, whether you're putting your husband on a pedestal or he's putting you or your, your spouse or your partner, or whoever it is, you need to feel that intimacy. And I think a lot of us are missing that. I would really be interested if somebody polled people who've been married, especially like 15, 20, 25 years, how many of those people feel like, honestly, their marriage has turned into more of a roommate situation? Well, I married my roommate and, um, and we were roommates the entire time we were married as well. And yes, we had two kids and that, yep, there we go. There's the period right after the end of that sentence. <laughs> but I feel that if you, if you can create the sparks in your relationship and, you know, I have a, another friend that she and I talk a lot about, he just wants to have sex and she wants touch me, snuggle me, praise me, make me feel like it's that foreplay. And it doesn't have to be the sexual foreplay. It could just be touching. Like I remember being younger and thinking, oh, I'll give you a massage if you give me a massage. Well, you know, it's always the one person gets a massage and then you're having sex. So it's, <laughs> it, it never, it never was reciprocated on that one, but those were fun days. And so now maybe just the touching, the snuggling, like I think snuggling is so, so needed in, in most relationships. I wanted my kids to see that. I wanted to see, have them see that when we sat on our big, you know, L-shaped couch, I would want the person I love to sit right next to me, not on the other side of the couch and just snuggle with me like that to me. Just to let you know, Kel, that's not so fun when you're in menopause. Like I can sit next to Greg for five minutes and I'm like, okay, back off. <laughs> I'm about 200 degrees right now. <laughs> well, and I, you know, when I was in my other relationship, the same thing, like at night in the middle of the night, I felt like I was going to combust, like the flames were going to come out of me if yeah. his body was next to my body. And I mean, literally the sweaty, but even if you do it for five or 10 minutes, yes, yes. it just means it's that personal touch that can bring that relationship closer. And I feel that a lot of us forget about that part of making your spouse or your partner feel like important or that you're turned on. Like if you take, here we go. If he takes off his shirt and this big old gut belly comes out and you're like, bleh, bleh, it's not a turn on. It's definitely not a turn on. So, I mean, you know, hopefully you're in a relationship that you love that person, no matter what they look like. And well, I think our own body image is another big factor, right? Like we do not look like we did when we were tw in our twenties or our thirties for that matter. Especially you and I who have had no procedures done. So like, I, I was sharing with Melissa, like there is no way I would ever go on my hands or knees where my stomach then kind of hangs in your boobs. I like, I produced milk in these boobs for years for kids. And now it's like, I feel like I need to flip them over my shoulder sometimes. And so don't like, can I just like completely flat? I know that sounds very missionary boring, but 
I think my body looks best in those positions. <laughs> but I don't think if someone truly loves you, they're not looking at you like, oh, damn, she's a hot 20 year old. Like, no. that's my beautiful wife or that's my beautiful spouse or partner, whoever it may be. And I think it's, it's a lot in our own head. A hundred percent. And we jeopardize our own relationships. Yeah. And that's exactly what I would say in this is that this ties into other things we've talked about relationships in general. It starts with you, right? It starts with me in the relationship. I have so much control as to how I show up. So if I have a poor body image or I'm so tired and I never intentionally, and that's the other thing we talk about a lot is intentionality. If I don't ever intentionally make the time to say, I want to go on a date with you. Um, or, Hey, the kids are gone. Come on. Right. This is our chance. Like it it has to be intentional. Even if in that moment you're like, Oh, in my mind, I've got these seven other things I should do. If the relationship matters and hopefully it does, you have to make the time to put that person at the very top of the list, because guess what? They know it. Like I know speaking from our relationship, we've been married close to 25 years now. And Greg knows I always have a list of things to do always. Like I am never like, Hmm, what should I do today? And so when I suddenly change everything and I'm all about him and I'm like, Hey, I want to drop this now. Let's go get coffee. Let's drive down to old town Temecula. Um, you know, right. Let's go for a walk on the plateau. Let's, you know, make time for each other. He always knows that means I have just lifted him to the very top of everything else. And he has said it multiple times, how much that means to him when he sees. He thinks if I go get coffee with her, if I go look at stupid antique stuff in the village with her, if I do exercise that I really don't like doing, (laughs) I may get lucky tonight. So I am going to spend that time with my wife. I know. He's no dummy. I love it. I love it. Another thing that you may be thinking is some people like do, especially if you don't have kids in the house, be fun, like do something that is out of the normal. Like, uh, you know, I've, I thought that this is, and I think it's kind of fun, like making dinner and being in something sexy or naked. And then them coming in, like, holy shit, drop everything. This is hot. Like having a relationship that you can still bring some hotness. I don't know if that's a word either hotness into, I think, I mean, whether it be something silly or something sexual or toys, whatever, just like I used to have cards with um, not my, not my husband, but my other relationship. And they were just different fun cards And it was almost like a truth and dare, but you, you ask a question and then you had to do something and not all of it was sexual, sexual, but it was intimate and it was special and it it made the person feel good. And I loved playing that. I, I literally loved doing that because it was fun and it made both of us feel very special. I you think- should um you should find out what was that called and we should link it in the show notes in case somebody's like, hey, I've got the perfect gift now to give my honey. I love it. I, can I, love I just it. say, I just don't like the idea of cooking naked in the kitchen. That does not sound like good hygiene. You're that's so that's kind of gross in the kitchen. I yeah. bet you were um, the person who watched nine and a half weeks 
where they were like in the kitchen with the honey and like they were having crazy sex with food. And I mean, they were making a huge mess. I can picture you going, mm, that's going to be a pain to make clean up. <laughs> Why are they wasting that sugar? They could make cookies with that. What are they doing? Yeah, I never saw that movie for one. Well, of course you didn't. <laughs> so that was not me. <laughs> no. Did you watch um what was the other one that was really good? Um oh my gosh. Shades of Grey is what you're yeah. gonna say. Did you watch that? I didn't watch it or read the book. Oh no. My gosh. No. Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I, no, it just oh, did not appeal to me. But hey, to to each their own, right? Like for some people, they like me like, thought both yeah, of they those like movies that, were flipping hot. Yeah. yeah. So like they give you the spice you need or whatever yeah. that, that you like or whatever. That's fine. I, I don't need it. <laughs> because it embarrasses you. That's the cute part. Oh my gosh. I love you. And you know what? I mean, some people are like into porn type stuff. I literally, it makes me laugh. I've watched a few and I just, it is so to me and it's a personal opinion. I think it's stupid. And it's kind of like, okay, someone does not not really look like that. And that's a mom. Like you do not look like that. And that guy does definitely doesn't look like that. So but if it works for you, like we're not here to judge you, whatever works for you, whatever you can add to a relationship to spice it up, to make the person you care and love about feel special. That's the area and stop waiting for them. Stop it. You do not need to wait for them to make the move. You are a flipping adult. Make the move. If you want sex, Make the move and stop waiting, you hard-headed women. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Okay. <sighs> Are we done with this one? <sighs> I need something from my underarms. Do you, I, I need like a paper towel or something. <laughs> I love you. Okay. We're going to end this because Melissa needs to go wipe her pits. <laughs> Uh, we love you guys. We are on episode 99. Tomorrow is going to be 100. We will see you tomorrow in episode 100. Woohoo! Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with Mel or Kel, be sure to follow them on Instagram at the Mel and Kel Show, or you can find them on their website at themelandkelshow.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.